Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. Now today I wanted to bring you um, an episode all about something that I personally don't know a lot about. So you're going to hear me asking a lot of questions during this episode because frankly it's a topic that I've heard about. I know a lot of colleagues have used Facebook ads but it's not something that I've done before. So again if you haven't guessed we're talking all about Facebook ads what they are, why we should be using them, how to actually get them started. And the perfect person to actually talk about this is Melissa Litchfield. So now Melissa has been helping online entrepreneurs market themselves with paid and organic traffic for the last five years. She owns Litchfield Media, a digital advertising company that helps small businesses and entrepreneurs skyrocket their impact and their revenue. I knew Melissa was the right person to bring on because I have watched her business grow exponentially. I've watched her help some of my colleagues and friends with their own Facebook ads and see their businesses grow exponentially. And she really knows how to break things down into understandable ways. Now, again, if you're perfectly new to Facebook ads, uh, this conversation should be a good place to start for you. And if you've already done ads before or run Um, specific ads for maybe your coaching program or online program or perhaps you've boosted posts before and feel like you were throwing money at the wall like spaghetti at the wall it didn't really stick Uh, this episode's for you because Melissa breaks down what's working and what's not working when it comes to your ads so let's get started hey Melissa thanks for coming on the next level nutrition biz podcast today hey thanks for having me I'm so excited to be here today Yes, I am really excited to talk about this topic. Uh, Facebook ads is something I don't really know a ton about, and you are the expert here. So I was really happy to be able to bring you specifically onto the podcast to talk to everyone about it. So why don't we just get started with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you got started with Facebook ads? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so I don't I think you know this, Stephanie, but I actually do have a background in nutrition. And I know a lot of your followers are nutritionists, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I'll just kind of back up from back to 2015, <laughs> when I was working at a public health um, institute downtown in New Orleans, in New Orleans, Louisiana. And it's a nonprofit. And I had just graduated with my MPH. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get this big girl job. And I'm going to go you know, work downtown. This is going to be so awesome. Um, I just felt like I wasn't really fulfilling my purpose um, doing public health work. It was like very heavily related um, in the, in the field of health policy. So like lots of politics and like laws, like health law, health policy. So I was like, wow, this is really not fulfilling. I wanted to really pursue something that I was passionate about. And at the time I was really passionate about health and fitness and I really wanted to just quit my job and do the whole entrepreneur life um, thing. (laughs) So I attempted that and, um, 
I, you know, starting as like a brand new entrepreneur, it's like really hard to get over that mindset stuff. And back then I just didn't have the tools and the resources that I do now that I so easily gave up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go back to school. I kind of did go back to school in a sense. I got my certificate in holistic nutrition through a program online after I had my daughter. Cause I really wanted to go back and like get a nine to five job. You know, I just wanted something a little more stable. Um, so I did that. I finished and I actually was working for like some small businesses on the side, like doing just social media consulting work, right. And Facebook ads, because I had learned to do Facebook ads in 2015. A lot has changed since then, but, um, all of my friends and a lot of the people in like the health and wellness field that I was friends with, they said, Melissa, you're so good at promoting yourself and marketing yourself online, like you should do that or you need to do that. Right. So like in the back of my mind, like these thoughts were kind of like, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, I do love social media, but I also love nutrition. I wasn't sure like how they could fit um, together. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I did love doing Facebook ads and social media for other businesses and consulting with them. Um, so I actually started working for the nutrition school and started working on their Facebook ads for them and helping them with their social media and their funnels. Um, so that's kind of how that got started. And then I landed a remote job, um, which I was working there for only like six months. I just immediately knew I was like, this is what I'm meant to do. I'm so good at it. And I'm going to do it. I'm doing myself a disservice, right? If I'm not going to go all in and fully go in on myself. Um, because I was finally at that point where I was like, just sick and tired of giving up on my dream, right? Of like working for myself and being success, a successful business owner. So that's kind of my little story. Um, but yeah, I at the marketing agency that I was working at last I want to say I quit like last, yeah, it was like last year, March, in like early March. Um, I was just, I saw the back end of really huge influencers like Facebook ad accounts and funnels. And I saw, I saw like the potential, right, to work with other online entrepreneurs. And I, I just loved how they were able to pursue their dream and have so much financial freedom, right, from this opportunity of having digital products and educating people online. Um, I just wanted to learn how to do it and learn how to help others do it as well. So uh, that's kind of why I picked like the online entrepreneur like field. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that background too. It's so interesting how we don't know how to combine those skills, right? You know, we might be interested in health, we might be interested in marketing, and then learning how to bring it all together. And for you being able to help, well, all entrepreneurs, but I know that you do help um, a lot of health and wellness entrepreneurs as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I actually have a couple, I want to say three clients in total that are in health and wellness. So in a sense, I kind of am combining the two nowadays. Um, not that I don't, you know, help other um, small businesses or entrepreneurs with their ads and their funnels, but I think it's just, I'm kind of drawn to it, right? And I know so many mm-hmm. people and connections already in the health and wellness space. Um, but yeah, one of my clients is a naturopath um, just in the next state over, so South Carolina, and we're actually preparing her gut health course. She has like a um, online series for people with suffering, suffering with leaky gut and like irritable bowel syndrome. So, so yeah, that's one of my clients. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. And I'm sure when you get those clients, you kind of can help them a little bit more 
you know, with the back end of the marketing, because you understand the concepts, you know, versus another business, you, it might be a little bit different. It's, it would probably be quite neat to be able to help, you know, a health and wellness business with something that you already know a lot about as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and that I think that's why she ultimately hired me because she was like, Oh, you have a background in nutrition. And you also do all the marketing stuff that I hate to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're, you've got this. Um, so why don't we just get started with um, talking a little bit about Facebook ads. Um, I know a lot of people are aware of the, you know, kind of terminology Facebook ad or they hear it around. But why don't you just break down like what is a Facebook ad and why would somebody maybe want to do Facebook ads? Yeah. Okay. So let's, well, I guess I could break it down into very simple um concept here where you have cold and warm traffic, right? So cold traffic is basically people that don't know you yet. And then the warm traffic is people that are already following you on social media. Maybe they're already subscribed to your email list. They've known you for at least like a month or more, right? So um, in a Facebook ad, you're essentially sending cold or warm traffic to a page, so the traffic is coming from the Facebook ad, which is a sponsored post on your feed or Instagram. Facebook owns both of them. So yes, they're all integrated. <laughs> it's the same, the same platform um, in the back end, but warm and cold traffic, they see your, your ad, you know, on the Facebook feed um, or the Instagram feed. If they're interested, they'll click through, right? So we call that like the th- click-through rate. They'll land on your landing page or a sales page, depending what type of ad um, campaign you have going on. But typically, um, cold traffic is sent to a landing page, right, for a free product in exchange for collecting their information. And then from there, they're essentially entered into your sales funnel. So your email marketing software will pick up the rest of the nurturing work for you after they leave your landing page. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that breaks it down. I think it makes it really clear, especially saying, you know, cold or warm traffic and making it really clear that we're trying to welcome in new people, but also existing people that are maybe slightly interested in what you have to offer. Yeah. And I think it really comes down to are what are you pitching, you know, or what are you trying to sell? Is it something for free or is it an actual product for sale? If you do have a warm market, um, that's something that we definitely utilize in clients' accounts is we only send warm traffic, right, to a sales page or to something to buy because it's more than they're more than likely to convert versus, say, someone that has no idea who you are, what you do, and how, you know, you can help them. Mm, okay. That's really good to know. So the person let's say the everyday person listening to this right now that doesn't have any background or knowledge in Facebook ads and has heard that it's a good strategy to potentially grow your business. Mm -hmm. They go ahead, they dump maybe let's say 50, a hundred dollars into a Facebook ad for a few days. Are they wasting money by, by doing an ad without having any kind of strategy behind it at this point in their business? I would say so. Um, (laughs) Unless you want just more engagement, right? on your Facebook page or your Instagram page. Um, Typically when you boost a post, so this is what a lot of my clients do that are just wanting to spend say $50 um, one day and they want to boost a particular post. When you do that, you're only, um, you're basically optimizing for engagement. So people that already know you 
already follow you, um, you're optimizing that boosted post for more likes, more shares, more comments. Um, so that's why it's really strategic to figure out like a plan <laughs> before you go and spend and dump like hundreds of dollars within a week on Facebook ads. You really want to have some sort of you know funnel set up in place because once someone leaves your ad, then what happens, right? You don't want to be wasting your ad dollars sending someone to a landing page, a freebie, and then like you never email them again, right? Like you send mm-hmm. them a freebie and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's you're setting them up for nothing on the back end, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would be some examples for people to start thinking about how to set up that funnel um, in order to put the Facebook ad in place? Like what would be some some simple funnels they could set up right now for themselves? Yeah, I actually did a free training uh, showing all of the people in my Facebook group how to do this. So if you're interested, just let let me know and I can somehow inc- give the link to Stephanie. But MailChimp is a really easy um, software to get started with. I'm not going to say you should always stay on MailChimp, right? Because as your business grows and evolves and as you start to scale, you're going to need something a little more sophisticated than MailChimp. But if you're just starting out, you're brand new, you can easily set up a landing page within MailChimp and an automated email sequence from there, right? So I think that plan starts around $14.99, but it's very affordable. So that way, your funnel essentially is doing the work for you. It's doing all the nurturing for you on the back end. It's all automated. So that's like kind of your first step to getting everything automated before you start running ads to your, your landing page. So, and the landing page itself, um, would would that be what you're promoting in the Facebook ad? So it would be an ad that would then send to the landing page. And then once they type their email in the landing page, then that would go to the automated sequence. Yeah, basically, yeah. A landing page has some sort of um, free offer on it. And it also has a section where it's collecting a name and an email address. Okay, great. Yeah, I just wanted to break that down. So everybody knows because we do have some people who are still in school or quite new, and they might not know that terminology at like landing page. So I just want to make sure that they that everybody kind of is on the same page here. So another thing I wanted to ask um, that I know you could clarify for everyone is, you know, if they're putting the work in to create a landing page and an automated email sequence, um, should they be creating a free offer to go along with it? I know you mentioned that's usually the way but would you say like is it possible for people to collect emails without creating some kind of free guide or free checklist or free workbook Mm. I think a a lot of people that do do that is for um, basically just getting on their email list right subscribe to get on our email list Um, I have yet to see that be very successful though in a Facebook ad so just Mm. FYI (laughs) yeah okay so usually the Facebook ad is promoting it's some type of free product okay um and how how would oh sorry sorry, i was just gonna say it doesn't have to be like this huge like mini course or something that you have to make up for free as long as it's valuable information that you know your audience can get something out of it like a mini transformation like put it in a pdf you know it doesn't have to be like 20 pages long or anything um just keep that in mind for everyone listening. It doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah, and that kind of actually raises a, a good question that I have. So would you would you spend money on ads? 
how do I word this? Um, so would you spend less money promoting a smaller product and put more money into promoting a bigger product? Like for example, if you wanted someone to get your free guide, you might just put a few dollars or a few hundred dollars into promoting those Facebook ads versus maybe it is like a five day workshop or five day mini course. Would you kind of scale up your budget depending how big the offer is? That's a good question. So when I get on calls with potential clients, I always like to ask, what's your sales goal, right? So depending on your sales goal for essentially selling this one particular course or offer, then we can work backwards and we can figure out how much potentially, you know, we are going to be spending on your ads. So um, I'll just give you some numbers. I'll throw some out there, but like an average cost per lead for, um, like a, a freebie, like somebody opting into basically getting your free thing is going to cost anywhere from a dollar to three dollars. Um, and I've seen challenges as well. So like people do run ads for ch- free challenges, right? And the purpose of those free three to five day challenges are essentially you are at the end of that challenge at the day four or five, you are pitching your offer, or your course or your product. Um, and those I've seen anywhere from like three to $8. It depends on like the industry and the niche. Mm, Okay. That's good to know. So can you explain just a little bit more what that means, um, cost per lead, like in terms of, yeah, just breaking that down a little bit more so people can really understand maybe what they're looking at financially. If they have a goal to get 50 people on their Mm -hmm. newsletter list, what would that look like financially? Yeah, it basically just means that for every dollar you're spending, you're getting someone's email address, like you're getting someone on your email list. So, so say a dollar cost per lead means that you're getting leads coming into your funnel for a dollar per lead. Um, So that means for every dollar you're spending, you're getting someone onto your email list. Um, And and yeah, that can vary from like one to $3 per per industry, per offer, it kind of depends. But for the nutrition, like wellness field, it's definitely on the lower side. So you guys are at, you have an upper hand. (laughs) Ah, that's good to know. That's really good to know. And what would be the benefits of doing Facebook ads? Like, let's say someone right now is thinking, well, I was just about to spend, you know, a little bit of money to go in one of my local newspapers and run an ad there, or I was about to do you know, invest into maybe like a directory to put my name in as a practitioner. Um, and like, that's kind of advertising, you know, what, what kind of makes Facebook ads stand out? And what's the purpose of um, investing into them versus other ways of advertising? Yeah, I think it's um, that common saying that we hear all the time. Well, as marketers, we kind of hear this all the time, you guys might, but the magic is in the list, right? So Owning an email list versus kind of like, quote unquote, renting space, like say you invest in, like you were saying, an advertisement in a local like magazine or something. Are you really like owning the traffic that comes to that versus if you invest in a Facebook ad, you're physically owning the email addresses that come onto your list? So kind of think of it that way, right? You have more of their like one-on-one attention with the emails coming through in their inbox versus hoping and praying, you know, that someone's going to stumble across your ad in a magazine or or in a directory and want to work with you. How are they going to get to know you? So this is like more on a like personal one-on-one level. They're going to be able to know who you are and know, you know, what type of 
values you stand behind and we'll get to know more about your story and they'll get to see your personal, um, just like client testimonies, you know, and know that you can get them results. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. I love that. Um, that's so true that, you know, if you're just advertising in a very broad way, like a newspaper, like you don't know who's looking at that. And you, like you said, you have no way to collect those leads um, mm-hmm. unless they reach out to you. Right. So I really like that idea of um, kind of taking it to the next step with getting people on your list. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with social media, right? We can, we can say we have all these followers, but if no one's on your list, and Facebook decides to like shut down tomorrow, your entire like potential business is, you know, mm-hmm. like putting all your eggs in one basket, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We need to have our, we need to have our hands in lots of different pots to make sure that um, if one thing discontinues that that wasn't the only kind of stream we were growing in. So um, mm-hmm. I definitely agree that, you know, having a newsletter is very important. Um, so I also wanted to ask, you know, for those people right now that are maybe putting the $50, you know, on an ad, um, but they're kind of just throwing, it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall, like just seeing what's going to stick. They're just throwing money at the ads, seeing what's going to stick. Um, are there certain kind of tips or techniques you can share right now for people just getting started? Like, do they need to be um, targeting the ad to a specific demographic or do they make it very broad at the beginning? Like, Um, I guess what I'm asking is just, can you give us some, some things people can start out with if they're just starting with ads? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of factors that come into play, but I'll kind Mm -hmm. of walk you through. Yeah. Demographics for sure. Um, if you are typically working with like a younger demographic, then you wouldn't want to be targeting, you know, 65 and up, you know, elderly population, essentially. Um, you want to just like, basically alter that in the ad and it's really easy to do. Um, so demographics are important, um, especially say, uh, you are someone who specializes in working with women with like hormonal issues. You wouldn't necessarily want to waste your ad dollars on promoting to men, right? Mm-hmm. Something that you would just adjust in your targeting. Um, and a, a, one big tip that I always tell all of, um, my course students, because I do have like a Facebook ad course in there. I always, I basically tell them like, okay, if you are going to run ads and you want to bring in just basically anybody on your list, uh, you want to make sure that in your targeting, you are targeting one interest per ad set. And what that means is you're kind of essentially what we were talking about earlier, instead of putting all your eggs in one basket, right? You're instead of lumping all these interests together and hoping they all work, you're being a little bit, bit more strategic and you're separating all the interests out and saying, okay, I'm going to spend a couple dollars today on these audiences. If they don't convert, I'm going to turn them off. Mm, kind of like okay. a better way to see, okay, what's working, what's not versus say you put 20 interests in one ad set and you spent $50 on it and then you didn't get the results that you were expecting. It's kind of hard to figure out why, right? Because you were essentially lumping all those interests together and you're like, well, I don't really know why it didn't work, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, or they mm-hmm. only tested one image and one copy. So it's really good to always split test your ads, um, try all, all the things, right? Try all the different things. So maybe it's like a stock image. Um, I like to try at least three different images for my, for my clients ads. So that could be an image of them. One image is maybe just a stock image and then possibly like a video. Okay. Always, like mix it up. Yeah. 
Okay. So what I hear you saying is like, you're just testing, testing, testing to see what's working um, and what's not. But what I think I hear happening a lot or what I see happening a lot is people putting that maybe chunk of money in, putting all the eggs in one basket saying, I'm going to try to run this ad. And they're maybe not being really intentional about it. And then they only run it for a few days or a week and then they give up on ads altogether. Do you see that happening too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the reason why is because what I was just explaining, right? They're lumping all the interests together in one ad set and they're testing all of those interests against one copy and one image. So again, mm-hmm. putting their eggs all in one basket, hoping that this one particular ad works when it's always good to test, right? Or else you're wasting your money, um, kind of, so to speak, putting you know, all your money on like this one ad, hoping it will work. It's always a good idea to split test and test different images and creative. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So then would you say that um, it's smart for people to do Facebook ad testing um, and run Facebook ads on their own? Or is it smarter to invest in someone to help you with your Facebook ads, knowing that Facebook ads are more popular now and it's maybe... Um, a bigger game we're playing than back in the day where, you know, only a few people were running them. Now it's, you know, a lot more um, competitive, I'm sure, in the Facebook ad field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it comes down to time. So how much time are you willing to invest to learning it to in order to do it the right way, right? Um, if it's a skill that, like, you literally don't want to learn and you know, like, your zone of genius is nutrition and getting clients' results, then definitely like invest in an ad expert, at least to set up the ad for you, right? So that way, like, you know, okay, my ad is set up for success. It's running efficiently. It's collecting the leads that I want. It's targeting, you know, a very ideal specific client, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think it's really a smart to just invest in at least some sort of expert guidance, right? Guidance, right? It, whether that be, maybe it's like investing in a one-on-one call with somebody or someone's course, right? Just to kind of make sure that you are doing it the right way before you waste dollars on an ad that's not set up properly. Mm -hmm. And do you see that happening a lot? Like do a lot of people come to you after trying it on their own and failing miserably and saying, okay, I just wish I saved that time and money and, and now I'm investing. Does that happen? Yeah, I think it it kind of varies, but like half and half, it's like either most of my, half of my clients have tried ads before and they're just frustrated and gave up or they're brand, brand new, right? They've never run an ad before and they, they just want to come to like an expert first. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been so great. I think you've really broken down, you know, the purpose of Facebook ads, how to, how to start with them, you know, where to put your energy and attention. Is there anything else you wanted to add about the Facebook ads that might be helpful for the audience? Um, I guess maybe just thinking of your offer, just like thinking of the whole entire funnel, like sales funnel as a whole. And this might sound very foreign to all of you, but thinking past the lead magnet, right? Or the freebie that they get, what happens next? Because essentially, you are going to have to eventually um, create that offer, whether it be your one-time offer, which is also known as like a tripwire, 
but I always recommend a tripwire to all of my clients because it's going to help offset your ad spend. So just kind of putting that bug in your guys's ear, you know, in the back of your head, like just keep thinking about, okay, what's, what's a no brainer, like low ticket offer that I can offer after someone opts in to my freebie. Um, because it's really going to help offset that ad spend that you're spending on your leads. Mm, absolutely. And it's funny, I've had a few people on um, the podcast now talking talking about tripwires. So I think it's something really relevant. And, um, you know, if you don't have one in place, you're probably missing out on those low ticket sales that you could be getting if you had one in place. Yeah, yeah. And it will also um, basically pre-qualify like those buyers early on in your funnel, right? You're going to know which audience is buying. And, and that also is going to come back to like when I was talking about separating out your audiences, you'll know exactly which one is buying, you know, versus which one doesn't. So you can therefore put more money, you know, into one particular audience versus another. Um, so there's so many things that you can, you can do after you really know, okay, which audience is buying and which one's not. Mm-hmm. Again, testing it out. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I love that so much. Well, this has been awesome. Thanks so much, Melissa. Um, why don't you just take a second to tell everyone a bit about how you might be able to help them in terms of their Facebook ads, maybe your um, one-on-one support or even the program that you have. Um, I think that would be a great place to start. Yeah, yeah. So um, you can totally look into my funnel and see how I have it set up. There's a free Facebook ad checklist for you guys. It's www.litchfieldmedia.org slash checklist. And it's before you run ads, it's basically um, everything that I do with my own clients. And, you know, it starts with like the type of ad objective campaign that you want to be running, want to make sure what type of pixel you have on the thank you page after someone gets your freebie. It literally will just kind of walk you through the different steps that you need to do before you run your ad. Um, and then you, you know, you can see like the type of tripwire I have, I think it's good to see like what other people have like set up in their funnel and how it looks Mm -hmm. like that way you can get ideas and implement it, you know, on your own. Um, so that's like a free resource for you guys. And then in the next month I'm releasing my signature course, which is a Facebook ads course in order to basically DIY your ads and confidence. So if you are thinking about working with me in some way or shape or form, <laughs> and you don't want to quite, you know, invest and just hire me as like one-on-one type of thing, I think the, the Facebook ads course is a great investment. Um, it's called the Conversion Class University, and we're opening up enrollment soon within the next month. Yay, that's so exciting. I know it's going to help a lot of people because I don't know about everybody else listening, but Facebook ads are very confusing to me, um, which is why I've reached out to you before, Melissa, because it's something that I know I personally don't want to have to spend all of my time learning. And like you said before, kind of staying in my zone of genius um, and letting the experts do the rest. So thank you for doing what you do so that the rest of us can uh, kind of stay in our zone of genius and, and not spend so much time with the marketing side. Yeah, of course. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Well, thanks so much. I'll make sure everybody gets all that info in the show notes. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.